0: This is Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock, and you're listening to Music Mania. You're ready for some screaming heavy metal! We rock! But the evil that men do... we bang! Yeah!
1: You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Switzer. Welcome, all cool kids, to the Music Mania Podcast. We are going to blow your fuse with an infusion of Brian Forsythe from Kix. Who's going to be joining us to talk about the band that I just saw live last weekend at the Choctaw Casino in Durant, Oklahoma with Vixen. What a great time that was. I'm going to be talking about that show, about my love for the band Kicks, And we're going to be talking with Brian about the band, about the possibility of a new album, about the tour they're currently on, about playing the M3 Festival in their hometown of Baltimore, Maryland. But I'll tell you what, what a time it was down there in Durant, Oklahoma. Went down for the show, got to hang out a little bit beforehand. What an unbelievable venue. If you've never been down to the Choctaw, it is state-of-the-art. The venue is basically, I mean, it is it's a state-of-the-art theater setup with not a single bad seat in the house. Um, huge thanks to kicks for, for hooking us up for that show. And got down there early, hung out, got to, uh, you know, watch some basketball in the casino, got to hang out in the casino a little bit, which is always packed. That place is just unbelievable. It's like one of the biggest non-Vegas casinos in the country, and kicks and Vixen did not disappoint. Vixen, who was without their singer Janet, she Janet Gardner was uh, had just had brain surgery a couple months ago. She was not back in time, uh, you know, cleared to play this show. So they had Lorraine Lewis uh, from Femme Fatale filling on vocals. She did a fantastic job, and I'm a huge fan of those ladies. Vixen did a great job, um, you know, with the you know with a limited set. They had to probably cut off a few songs, uh, you know, due to not having their singer available. But kicks. Rock the house. They rock people's faces off just like I always heard they would. It was great to be a part of it. My first time seeing Kicks, it was a great time. We've had Brian Forsyth on our show. Uh, it's been about a year and a half, but finally... Uh, It came home to roost, and I was able to go down and see the band, and you can see my review of the show on our website, musicmaniapodcast.com. Of course, we always appreciate the follows on Twitter, on Facebook, um, musicmania underscore show on Twitter, and as always, be sure to press that subscribe button on YouTube and iTunes. Well, I guess it's Apple Podcasts now. They uh, have sort of differentiated the the iTunes with Apple Podcasts. So, Apple Podcasts is where you can get our show for free every single week. And, and it's always a pleasure for us to bring it to you. Again, I can't reiterate what a great live set uh, from, from Kix. And I tell you what, they have. Um, several shows coming up this summer uh, including March 24th they're going to be in Hummels Wharf, Pennsylvania uh, Mohegan Sun Casino in Uncasville. April 6th April 7th at the Space Westbury in Westbury, New York uh, of course the M3 Festival in early May which is always you know something to behold what a festival that is and so go to KicksBand.com to check out all of Kicks's dates and be sure to catch them out on the road. You will not be disappointed. What a high-octane, high-energy show it is. It's a midnight dynamite. Clichéd as that may sound, Kicks, their tongue-in-cheek lyrics live up to their name. When it comes to the live set, no doubt about it, and I can't uh, give high enough praise for that band and for uh, for Brian Forsyth and uh, his you know the guitar tandem of he and Ronnie Yukins is phenomenal. Love seeing them live. Love the sound. Love the crunch. Steve Whiteman, one of the best frontmen, one of the most criminally underrated bands, certainly to come from from the 80s, uh, our kicks indeed. And we are going to get to that interview with Brian Forsythe. But first, got to talk about our sponsor here on the Music Mania Podcast. It is CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. For over 22 years, a staple of the Northland. I know I've bought 95% of the music that I still own from CD Warehouse. Hit up Randy Ringer, the owner. Tell him Music Mania Podcast sent you. That CD warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri, a staple of the Northland. How is everything going, my man? Good. That is excellent to hear. I tell you, it's it's more than that because you may not realize this, my friend, but I was just in attendance uh, on Saturday at the Choctaw Casino, and and I saw you guys play. What a show that was. It had to be a memorable show for you guys. That was a, that was a cool show, wasn't it? Uh,
0: it's definitely, definitely a nice venue.
1: Venue was awesome. I, I've never been down there before. It was a great venue, and I—I I, I mean, I'm—I doubt you guys have ever played a show with Vixen before either. That was kind of different.
0: Um, actually, we have. We we've done several shows with them over the past couple of years.
1: Yeah, I know they've done some of the you know been on some of the same some of the same uh, festivals and M3s and stuff like that, and uh, they're they're always a great time. And I tell you that was a that was a great show. And I know you guys. I think you guys had some some travel issues too. Coming, I mean, it was kind of hard for you guys to fly in.
0: Yeah, well, there were some uh, East Coast weather issues, <laughs> and uh, for some reason, it um, you know, there's this big windstorm came around like the day before, and and uh, and our flight was like at seven thirty p.m. and and we weren't sure what was going to happen, so we ended up having to we we switched the flight to the next day, the day of the show. But it, it turned out that our flight was okay after all. But we didn't want to take that chance and get to the end of the day and find out. You know, we had to rebook a flight because then, you know, that could have been a disaster.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want to mess around with that. I mean, does that does that affect you at all? You know, when you you know when you fly in, it's kind of the day of the show. is some jet lag. I mean, was that does it does it affect it at all? Or is it just kind of like, hey, we're here; it's go time. Yeah, I
0: mean, there's not really that much jet lag involved. It's only a couple hours, but. Uh you know a time difference but but yeah just having to travel on the day of the show it, it is a little wearing you know and and we flew into Dallas so it was like a an hour and a half drive up from there with the traffic and all so we we didn't get there you know the, as early as we had planned you know when you fly in the night night before it's a nice relaxed you get there you go to sleep you wake up and you know it's, it's, you're not running around like crazy
1: absolutely and you know it was it was an awesome show it was just something you know that it was it was a really cool weekend cuz they had I think Great White and Slaughter the night before and then and then you and Vixen. Uh, awesome show from Kicks as always and i mean i think that what i always forget when i see sticks i don't know why i forget or when i see Kicks when I, what I, it's unbelievable to me when you watch Steve Whiteman when you just watch that guy perform the way he the way he moves the way he commands an audience i don't know that there's anyone like him, he's he's got to be one of the more criminally underrated frontmen of all time. What do you think about your frontman, Steve, there?
0: Oh, yeah, I think he's great. The the, the funny thing is, you know, <laughs> he always thinks, you know, he, he's, he always overthinks it, though. I mean, he, he's always worried he's going to, you know, not be able to pull it off and this and that. And he, he never, you know, you can't tell once he gets out there. It's just, he's just so, such a natural at that.
1: And That's a good way yeah, to put I, it. I feel,
0: yeah, and I, I feel we're really lucky to have him as a front man. I mean that, you know, not not many bands can pull that off. You know,
1: does here's a question does Does Steve more often than not make you laugh on stage, or do you sit there and go, "Oh my gosh, not this, not this corny joke again"? I mean, does, or does he have you guys busting up back there? Nah,
0: he he, he cracks me up all the time. <laughs> In fact. He's really spontaneous. I mean, he'll he'll throw in a couple usual things, but but he'll throw things like off the top of his head that I've never heard before. You know, and it'll just like strike me.
1: <laughs> it does. It's he, he's he's hilarious and just a, just an awesome front man. And the band was in, in high form. And I think I had read. I know Steve had been doing some instructional work with the Maryland Institute of Music, and I think I heard that you have also joined and are do, and doing some guitar lessons and some things for the Maryland Institute of Music. Talk about that
0: oh yeah um yeah the guy rick uh that that runs the place um you know he had talked to talked uh, jimmy into doing drum lessons there and then got steve to do his uh, vocal thing there so he asked me about guitar right. and i you know i live in la um but i said well you know maybe when i'm in town i could, you know come by there and you know when i have a few days off or something so i've I've actually scheduled it, it's worked out to basically once a month, Um, you know I'll come in for a local show and then I'll just stick around like the week after and and I'll teach a couple days and it's really worked out well because it's kind of like, I'm not like one of the regular instructors like a a weekly thing, it's more like a a special event kind of once a month thing and uh, it, it makes it a little bit more special but it's weird because you know going into it I I um, I was a little leery about it because I'm not real comfortable teaching guitar uh and I'm still not even even now. I, I kind of dread it every time it comes up, but <laughs> but but after the fact, I always feel great about it, and I'm I'm, I'm always glad that I did it.
1: It's it's interesting you say that because they you know when you talk about you know great guitarists and, and you know in a high magnitude band like Kicks that you've been in and a band like Rhino Bucket and you've been around and you've done this. Some people say though that 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 is very difficult. That for them it just came natural and they started playing, and that that it's hard to you know try to relate it to people to try to teach them and that i've heard that a lot i mean that kind of sounds like kind of kind of sounds like the case i mean i imagine that it that it, it is difficult to try to relate that because especially because you're, <laughs> you're such a good player it's kind of hard to to relate that to people it has to be difficult
0: yeah it is i think you know to be a really good teacher you almost have to have that that uh, that quality too and i uh, you know, I can show people stuff. But, but, well, here's the—I think the the problem with me is, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm completely self-taught by ear. I, I don't read music, and you know, so I'll, I'll get a student in there, and uh, I don't know how to write this stuff down for them. So, luckily in this day and age, you know, if they have a an iPhone or something, or uh, I'll say, well you want to just record this real quick. I'll show you the thing and I'll play it in slow motion for you. And that really helps because then they can take that little video home and, you know, refresh their memory. But, so I think that's, with me, it's almost like, a, it's almost like, a, because I've, I'm self-taught, I have, like, these self-doubts at the same time. <laughs> you know, even though I know how to play, but, but I I still, am in my my subconscious feel like I'm faking it, you know, because I don't, I don't feel like I've actually, uh, I don't know how to put it, you know, I don't feel like a, yeah, a musical scholar or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that that's what's so interesting though about music and about the guitar, and I love all styles of play. I love players that are very technical, like Eddie Van Halen. I love guys that just play so much. off feel like Ace Freely. I love his style, but yet, you know, Ace. Can't doesn't know can't write music or read music or anything like that. So I think it's interesting that there's so many dynamics and so many ways to come about the instrument. That's what's great about the guitar in general. But I tell you, Brian, you've got uh, you know of course as Kicks has been doing for the past several years, you've got a bunch of dates all over the country coming up this summer again. I think you guys are going to be um, in Hummelsworth, Pennsylvania, coming up in, in just a couple weeks, and you're going to be at the. I think you got to stop. Uh, at the M3 festival, of course, that's become a mainstay for you guys. That's just got to be such a cool thing, especially because you guys are, you know, a Maryland band. You know, played so much in, the, you know, in, the, in that area coming up. But you know, the M3 festival is always big, and it's and it's always kind of a homecoming show for you guys.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That 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 M3. It's like uh, I know it's funny because uh, it, it's it's great every year, and that we you know the crowd is just there for us every year, and. Uh, we keep waiting for the other shooters to off. <laughs> we keep thinking, how long can this last? But, but you know, we're just gonna. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing. We're just riding it out because it's it's going strong. So it, we're not going to stop. We're just going to keep going. And and uh, and of course, you know, we have to do number three because that's that's our home hometown crowd. There, you know,
1: it is, and it's a, it's always a. great, And that's what's cool about kicks is I feel like. For whatever reason, for a lot of the a lot of your career, you were kind of relegated to that part of the country. But now, Kix has become almost more of a national band since you guys kind of started playing again together in the last you know 13, 14 years than, than it was in the in the heyday in the 80s. I mean, that's really a testament to. I, to for one, just that style of music because there is still an appetite for it, and two for your guys' live show, which has always been renowned. And here you guys are all over the country; these fly-in dates. It's so, and and that's just got to be a really cool feeling for you guys.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, you know, we did a lot of touring back in the old days, but I think because uh, you know there wasn't any internet or any of that, so so the, really the only people that got to experience us were the ones that actually showed up and and, uh, and you know nowadays people show up and they, they film it and, and post it on Facebook and other people see it and then they get curious and then they come out and and you know so more times than often I'll talk to somebody at, at one of these shows and they'll go I heard of you guys back in the day but I never got to see you and you know so many people it's like wow oh, this is the first time I, ever, I finally got to see you guys after like you know, twenty five years or something, and so it's really cool. I, I, and I think you know a lot of those factors sort of help it along. You know, the internet and and uh, you know, you know the ability to just put up video on YouTube, so like millions of people can see it, you know, or have the opportunity to see it.
1: That is exactly true, and you see that a lot because uh, you know, kicks has one of the more active and vocal facebook groups of any band I've, I've ever seen i mean i i mean i am in every single one of them you know talking music with people all the time Kix's group is loyal to to, to a t i mean you, you you don't go very long without seeing someone posting a video or a picture of you guys from a show and i think that does i think that's a huge part of the national branding you know of this band but i got something that's going to blow your mind here you might be aware of this you might not we just yesterday was the 35th anniversary of the release of Cool Kids? I mean, not to date anyone here, but that's that's quite an accomplishment. There, <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I saw some... It's actually, somebody. Um, I have a filter on my t- my personal timeline on on Facebook, so I always get to you know I, I I have to approve all the the timeline posts. And somebody posted that, or, or there was an ad to my timeline little thing in my. Uh, on my Facebook page, so I did see that. Yeah, I, it's hard to believe that much time has gone by. <laughs> it,
1: it, it is, but it's rewarding too. It's like you know, you if you get to the point as a band where you're having anniversaries like this, and you can go out and say, "Oh, it's the 30th anniversary of this," the 35th anniversary of Cool Kids, and you know, and on and on. That that means you've you've done something, you've accomplished something, and you've stayed around. That's a good thing.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. Well, this year, um, uh, 2018 is. Uh, what is it, 88 was, was when um, Blow My Fuse came out, yes. so it was 88,
1: 89. Yep. So 30 years on that uh, one. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah. We'll be coming up yeah, on that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's insane, man. I'll tell you what, time time is but a strange mistress, as Nigel from Spinal Tap would say. But it's, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you about this, because we saw, you know, in, and unfortunately here in... in uh, in the last couple weeks, we saw you know Glenn Tipton from Judas Priest uh, having to having to step down uh, because of you know his issues with Parkinson's, and it, it got me thinking about guitar tandems and how he and KK Downing were such an you know just an indelible force as far as a guitar t- tandem goes. But uh, you and Ronnie, I mean, just talk about what that's been like because I think that it's a very underrated tandem of, of you two. You complement each other well. I don't know if there's quite anything like it. It packs a lot of punch. It's a very crunchy sound that you guys have. Just talk about uh, the guitar tandem and, and, you know, working and playing with uh, a guy like Ronnie Yunkins.
0: Oh, uh, well, yeah. we it, it, Yeah, we, we we obviously fit together well. It's almost like, you know, the Keith Richards-Ron Wood kind of combination because, uh, you know, we have different styles, but they work together so well. Um and they, it always has, like, when it, when it comes to time to record like a record or something, Ronnie and I always, you know, each song, uh, we kinda know um, whose style will fit it better, and we'll discuss it. It's like, like if I'm struggling with, with a solo or something, I'll go, hey Ronnie, you wanna try that solo? I'm just not quite feeling it, and then he'll try it, and then it'll click for him, so, you know, that kinda thing is really cool with him because it's, it's just really cool because uh, I, I'm like, uh, my mind is going blank all of a sudden. I guess I'm getting old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes for all of us. No, you got... But I, I, I just, you guys just compliment each other. With.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what it, it's just that our styles, it just works. Like, what's missing out of my style is in his style and what's missing out of his style is in my style. And it, you know, so his Style will fill in the gaps where mine's lacking and vice versa, you know, and it just, yeah. So it it's like a puzzle,
1: it, puzzle piece. It certainly does, and um, I'll tell you what, it's been, you know, it's 2014, you guys released Rock Your Face Off, an album that you guys still play songs off from in the live set today. It was, a, it, was, it was a very good album from you guys, and you know, it's 2014, it's hard to believe. Now that's been four years, we're going to start doing more anniversaries, I guess. So you, is, uh. do you guys want, is it important for you guys to continue to release new music is that something that you want to do or are planning on doing
0: well you know we kind of held off a long time before we we released that last one or you know recorded that last one Um, when we first got back together at the end of 2003 we didn't know how this was going to go and we were just doing it for fun you know we thought well let's just do a few shows and see how it goes and it was such a success you know we of course we continued and and then the the new record thing would pop up here and there people would ask us you know we'd get that question and we were just having so much fun just riding it riding it out you know just playing the old stuff we didn't really want to think about it (laughs) (laughs) you know the question keeps coming up are you guys going to do another one and and of course, the question is, I mean, the answer is, um, maybe, <laughs> I mean, we we'll, we never say, we never say no, but, uh, I don't know when it's going to happen. Cause we're really busy playing and, um, we don't have a whole lot of downtime. I mean, this year we had a little bit at the beginning of the year, but I kind of took off with Rhino Bucket and went to Europe. So, you know, that it's, it's hard to find the time to work on it, but, uh, you know, who knows? Eventually, we might might find a spot and and, and put something together again
1: absolutely i tell you what brian uh always a pleasure to have you on it was just so good to see you guys live um just last weekend um at the choctaw casino in Durant, oklahoma so glad i made the trip for that you guys were excellent as always man tell you what uh, the website brian That's where you can get all the info um on rhino bucket on kicks everything that uh, that you've got going on my friend if you want you can even ask brian a question on the contact form do yeah. it he will answer it personally i don't know maybe not <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah, i actually will oh, awesome well good i didn't want to i didn't want to just throw that out there but hey brian <laughs> yeah hey, always a pleasure my friend let's keep in touch and uh, best of luck going forward we'll uh, we'll certainly see you out there again i'd say pretty soon some, sometime out there this summer my friend we'll talk soon
0: all right yeah sounds good
1: thanks a lot man talk soon all right, a huge thanks to Brian Forsyth for joining us for the second time here on the podcast. Love catching up with him. What a sweet, nice guy. Just a very down to earth guy and a very good guitar player. And very interesting talking about him playing with the Maryland Institute of Music or giving instructions through that medium. He's a really good player. He and Ronnie Younkins is a, is a tremendous tandem. Uh, we talked a lot about, we uh, talked a little bit about um, Glenn Tipton and KK Downing from Judas Priest, who are. Uh, Sadly, neither one in the band anymore. So I think that that hurts Priest uh, incrementally. I mean, I think that hurts Priest quite a bit. They're a band that 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 double guitar sound was such a huge part of it. And I think Richie Faulkner does a great job filling in for KK Downing. But when you lose Glenn Tipton out of the mix, man, it's a it's a tough proposition. No doubt about that. But Kicks, KicksBand.com. Be sure to check them out. Uh, Check out all their Tour dates coming up All the news Keep up with them I tell you what I would highly recommend uh, Joining the Kicks group On Facebook What an active bunch They are They are loyal to a team it's great to see them Always posting pictures And videos And you know News and information Uh, That's a great follow as well So we want to thank you guys For joining us We have a bunch of Big shows coming up Guys it is concert season My month of March is utterly insane and I don't mind it because you know what the weather's getting warmer winter's over we're gonna be heading out on the road checking out some shows this last weekend in Durant Oklahoma was just the beginning I've got Stick Scenario Speedwagon coming up I've got Michael's Schenker Fest coming up in Vegas and I've got Brett Michaels Lita Ford Warrant Dawkin, and Firehouse and Council Bluff. that's all just in the next couple weeks and then things are really get off and running so I hope everybody's getting ready to get out and enjoy some shows enjoy some of this weather enjoy some good rock and roll that's what it's all about and it's all about hearing the stories of the band members right here on the podcast cannot thank you enough for joining us we'll catch you next week